Hello and welcome to SSF Runcast. I am sat in a bit of a dingy room, but I am Jessica and I am here to talk to you about some fantasy romance with my lovely friend, Emma. Hello. Um, yeah, so we've been reading lots of sci-fi and oh, fantasy romance yes. and we're here to talk to you all about it. And this week we're doing... Fated mates. Fated mates. Fated mates. Oh, <laughs> I do. Another one of your. I do. Ones. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. Well, I was going to say there's at least three that are kind of top of my list for things yeah. in this in this six. I've already been thinking of like other tro- If we were to do it this way for another Ooh. season, <laughs> I've been thinking about the tropes that we haven't done that we oh. could do because I think we could probably find another six for a series. Easy. Yeah, Easy. I reckon. It'll be interesting to see mm. because they're not the ones that jump to our mind necessarily first. So they would probably be quite interesting picks. I've got to say that will be quite a lot more yeah. fun then because you've actually got to sit and delve into it and go, actually, yeah. where, you know, it won't be, it will be exactly like this that every book I, I picked up, I can go, actually, it would fit in that one and a yeah. little bit in that one and actually like a little bit I'm, in that one. I might do a diagram. <laughs> you know how I love going in Canva. <laughs> And I did yeah. like the book bingo for like season one. Yes, you do. But um, I might do one where to see where they overlap. Where they so all like, meet in the middle. Where they, yeah, where it falls into episode one, episode two, mm-hmm. episode three, you know, like see, because definitely it's the same for me. There's some books that could be in like three minimum mm-hmm. of these, these tracks. really is. Oh, we should get started. Yeah, I was going to we'll, say, we'll get I'm, 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 I'm gonna say we are I'm, really chatty today. <laughs> we are going to have to be controlled. You so. need to put that thing in from SpongeBob where it goes like eight hours later. <laughs> and we're yeah. still just going. I'll find it. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. If I can get it on TikTok, probably, because it will have the licensing. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. All right, let's get started before yeah. it's dark. <laughs> Join us. Now, what I found with the ones that I've gone through is that there were there were some differences to it. There wasn't just the the bam, insta love, you and me, and yeah. then build from there. There mm-hmm. were kind of the I I've got my first one is quite a subtle little it's yeah. in there and there's those, oh, I know there's something between us. Yeah. But I don't know what it is yet. So yeah, I've kind of got a mix of those of yeah, bam, yes, say- it's you that's fair as well like the the first one I picked and this like my first mention are like the same it's like it it is but it's a little bit more subtle it's a little bit more drawn and that's surprising because they're both novellas actually two two of those that I've picked and then there's the final one which is much more the normal he's got an epic yeah go hard or go home yeah so what's your first one okay my first one is uh, it is my year of the gargoyle this year so it is deceived by the gargoyle by lillian lark so we've 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 i've delved back into the monster territory because Mm -hmm. you you have to at least once a month that i've found now but this (laughs) also made me stop and think when did monster become the big thing that it is because in theory is a werewolf not a monster well, it is in quite its own an way. interesting distinction. I think it's just mm. that we've changed the monsters a little bit. We've yeah, just, we've, we've broadened just, our horizons. Yeah, exactly. we're like, we're happy for them to be 
even more monstery. Like yeah. before, it was kind of like with werewolves and vampires and stuff. There's still like humanish. Yeah, that's it. It's like it's just an element of danger or of you know that yeah, the, just that walk on the wild side, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, like hmm. baser instincts, but monster is like yeah, authentic. I think it's like a combination of that and then everybody that was obsessed with beauty and the beast as a child <laughs> yeah <laughs> well coming together and yeah. being like we're like in a happy this, little place this, this well, new development <laughs> this is it so yeah my thing was I was probably a bit older for gargoyles the disney series oh, yeah, yeah. but mine was biker mice from mars i remember watching <laughs> yeah. that these buff mice with metal plates and stuff and being like hey hello yeah. yeah it is not surprising that these things have happened to, <laughs> as to they the, have to the generation if you like if you tracked it through media i mean when you think about the amount of people that would go robin hood yes you know, oh, was he robin your hood. first childhood crush yes. when you before you even knew you had a crush was yeah. he an animated fox yes he was yes he was <laughs> it's just weird all right yeah so it's not really surprising that we've ended up in these places is yeah. it? we're not going to question it we're just going to go no. with it and that's fine but yes back to the book <laughs> yeah baby mate not monster okay. yeah we've done so, a monster romance episode if you want to hear us talk more yeah, about yeah. It. <laughs> yeah and there'll probably be more just come and find me yeah um yeah so this one also is a poly relationship and it's it's kind of yeah so it's um it's two that get together and he is already in a relationship so it, it again mm-hmm. it might be triggery and a bit warning for people there is a Mm -hmm. it's not cheating because he's kind of he's open to meet other people but he just doesn't explain to his other people that he's meeting them so it's a little bit he's a bit schemy backstory it makes sense yeah yes so yeah yeah so um the series um has it's got a love house it's like a love bath house where they kind of yeah people go to be matched Mm-hmm. And yeah, so she goes to be matched. She is a witch. Her name is Grace. And she's a plus size character in this one. And she's had a lot of history with her family just being unpleasant to her. They're kind mm-hmm. of on the wealthier, snobbish, witchy side of things. And she just wants to go and she wants to find her own family. She wants to go and get away from this burden. And she wants to know that she can be loved and make this life for herself. And she meets this gargoyle who is a bit schemy uh, and lovely. And he kind of offers her everything that she could want because she's kind of made a list and he's been and snuck in and seen the list that she created. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, she's kind of like this. I want this. I want this. But I don't really want to be part of a group or anything. And he's coming as part of a triad. So, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it goes from there and expands outwards but yeah this is kind of one that is there are all the little hints so they match you on specifics so he's gone in and lied about some of his specifics yeah. but the specifics are there he's got some and the other two in his triad <laughs> also yeah. have the others <laughs> yeah, yeah. so he's like <laughs> we're a perfect fit we're just yeah. a little bit bigger than you think we are. <laughs> There's three so, rather yes. than one. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of the best of 
all the worlds so yeah. yeah it's um so he is Elliot and there's Alistair and Broderick and each of mm. the three gargoyles the men are all the gargoyles they've all got a little snippet of something so one is quite moody and gruff I think that's Alistair and one is just like the cocky artistic playboy he's Broderick and he's fantastic and Alistair is just this big cuddly cinnamon roll and you could imagine if you shove the three together they would make the perfect yeah. the perfect partner and yeah it's mm-hmm. it's lovely it is. Yeah, That's, that really was an subtle. interesting pick when I saw yes. that one, actually, for your Fated Mates one, mm. because it's almost like, I mean, obviously it's Fated Mates, it's just that she has more than one mate, and mm. it's kind of like found family as well, it's that yes. way of like slotting... That's that's her place. That's where she's meant to be, yes. isn't it? Which it's, is really nice. Yeah, it's quite nice that they're all found. So gargoyles mm-hmm. have clans. <laughs> Going to go into all of it now. And <laughs> so all of the three kind of found their way into this small gargoyle clan yeah. because of yeah they they didn't have the right family dynamic. One I think lost their parents. One was kind of thrown out because it's mm-hmm. the culture. If you don't fit into the clan, you hit eighteen and that's it. Off you yeah. pop out the nest. And yeah, so they're all kind of found family. So it is yeah. the perfect fit for that. Mm-hmm. And had all of the scheming and the, the lies not been there, it would have just slotted straight into place. Yeah, Elliot could have gone in our last week's episode, couldn't he? He, really he was a bit morally grey. Yeah. I like I liked him. <laughs> yes. He really are. Oh, he was he was so lovely. And then you're he kind of like <laughs> Yeah. You got you grabbing your head like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. And he just does. Yeah. There's also also loads of other things going on in it and it's mm. really cool. Yeah. What's yours? Well, yeah, my one's like quite different to that one. It's Fated Blades by Ilona Andrews. <laughs> I think that's how you say That's how we're going with it. Um, who is most famous for the Kate Daniels series, I think. Mm-hmm. And I've never read anything by no. them. They're a husband and wife duo, I think. A duo. Together. Yeah. Um, so this one is like a sci-fi one. And it's a novella and it introduces these, I can't remember what the race is called, but they they live on this planet and there's this warrior race that have kind of settled there after they were used during these big wars and stuff. And they're like these main families Um, and the, the two most powerful families hate each other there's bad blood of course of course it's but it's really cool what they why they're this warrior race they have kind of this bionic like weaponry so they're human form but they can create these like laser blades and laser shields and stuff it's it's mega cool and they go into the details so much it's like oh yeah i like this um and that is kind of at the heart of what happens in the conflict. So there is uh, Ramona is the head of one of the families and Matthias is the head of the other one. They've moved into these positions and they all, it's all business orientated now and stuff. Um, Woman politics. <laughs> that's it. I know. <laughs> and like she turns up at his office and she's like, right, where's your wife? Do you know where your wife is? They're both married already. Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in fact, Ina was like that. Mm-hmm. It was like, what? I don't mm-hmm. do this, but hang on. They were arranged marriages, like for business reasons and stuff like that. Um, and neither of them are in happy situations with them. Um, 
and he's checked and she's disappeared his wife's gone so he's like what's going on oh that's because she's run off with my husband <laughs> and we need to go find them because they've stolen all of our research so what they've been doing is they've been researching the genetics of how they get to have this like symbionic armor and stuff because obviously if they're able to distill that then they'll be able to sell it so it's been a race between like all the two families <gasps> who can get to the you know the best research and then sell it and politics more stuff and business and everything but so it's in their interest they're basically like we have to team up before anybody finds out because as soon as they find out we're gonna our positions are gonna be weakened and they go off together to track them down and so there's like lots of adventure and things like that and for, for me what you see with the two of them basically because you know they're, they're like proper enemies they don't normally they'd be like right we're gonna you know they can't be in a room together kind of thing. Be in the face yeah. yeah but um basically as they're going through finding their other halves and how they're going to deal with this problem and getting stranded in places and stuff like that it's just like they are completely falling for the other ones like competency it's like competency porn so many jokes. totally competency but <laughs> i am a sucker for competency porn i have found i very much enjoy that um but as as it continues they also find out more and this is where the fated mates bit comes in later is that when this warrior race before were used in the war they used to always have a partner and when they learn to fight together, they feel this synchronization kicking in. And Aww. it turns out they're meant to be they're, they're meant to be together. So even though their families would hate it, it's like it they have to be because that is the other half to them. It's, it's really cool. And I'm, yeah, I'm gonna be reading more of them. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. 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 This is just all in a novella. That's just how do you I how know. That's it. I was like, oh my God, this is so good. I mean, I guess it keeps the pace really going when it's in a novella as well. Yeah, really. But I was expecting because it was that and in a novella, you'd have, like you said, with the fated mates, like, boom, straight in yes. there, you know, oh, I know this person's for me, but not at all. They managed no. to, like, slow, still still kind of slow burn it in. Excellent. Yeah, I I remember the first time I read. If you are a romancy writer, you will know the book uh, "Romance and the Beat" by Gwen Hayes. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, when she said it's like a helix kind of effect that they just kind of twine around mm -hmm. each other, and yeah. that kind of yeah, that's what my brain's like. They just slowly mm -hmm. like a helix and licking around. Yeah. So good. But that does lead me into my one of my picks, my first pick, um, mm -hmm. where it's kind of boom insta. So this is, um, it's part of a series, because I love a good series, uh, yeah. the Boundary series, and this is Kean by Callie Rhodes, and um, we're in a bit of an Omegaverse here. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. forgot to mention, we've got knots, we've got knots in all through mine, love a good <laughs> knot in. All of them are knotted. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure about number three, but okay, okay. Oh, at least my first two. Not galore. Yeah. yeah, where was I? Um, yeah, so <laughs> this is the Omegaverse, so in this world, we have alphas and betas, and most of most of the people are beta, and mm -hmm. the alphas are few and far between because everybody believes them to be 
just pure feral. They get bigger as of puberty when they kind of the change takes over. They get mm. big, they get nasty, they get angry. And okay. basically, because of this, they are shipped off to this place called the Boundary Lands. They become like mountain men, just far, far out of the way. And yeah, everything going on in this one, isn't there? really. Again, and it's quite a short one. These books are quite short. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when they hit their 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 puberty, they are all sort of shipped off at sixteen and mm -hmm. kept out of the way. Um, but then the only way you can trigger an omega is to be near an alpha. This is it. So as soon as alphas come into physical contact with an omega, that's when their turn comes in. So, yeah, oh, okay. they move the alphas out the way so nobody can be turned. Because if you do, they are basically believed to be locked in a room, bound and bred. And that's basically it. That's your life now. Sorry. Yeah. But some people would love yeah. that sort of thing. But yeah, mm. most people would not. So time to go and watch a film or read a book or something, you please. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. Well, you're chained to a bed, so I suppose you could just turn, just put a tail on the wall. <laughs> I think that just shows that my my <laughs> desires to do things other are all quite lazy. <laughs> no, you I'd, I'd be good with that. Climbing, couldn't I? Yeah. But no. Yeah, no. What's your tally? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't rock climb anymore. Now I've been tied to the bed. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's not the worst. <laughs> but yeah, so as as it would happen, all of these women, there's quite a lot of books in this series, end up finding their way into the boundary lands for one reason or another. Uh, and yeah. our lady here is Paige, I believe. Yeah, Paige. So she's just found out that her boyfriend is kind of a massive drug dealer who likes to kill people for a living. Oh, yeah. So she goes to the police to try and sort of dob him in. And unfortunately, the police are all in his pocket. So they were like, um, we're going to try and get all these other people out of the room and have a word with you. But luckily, mm -hmm. somebody there sneaks her a note and tells her to get herself out to the Boundary Lands because somebody will help her there. Okay. So she does. She heads out there. She ends up at a bar, which is basically just full of alphas. So she kind yeah. of walks in. And as with any mm -hmm. werewolves, their sense of smell is epic. And yeah, she, she walks in kind of just smelling of fear. And there's something and she meets this dude, this Kian, and yeah, just he, as soon as he touches her, that's it. The bar then sort of just goes, whoomp, <laughs> and yeah. that's it. He's got to get her out into the car and yeah. run. Otherwise, it would just be carnage. So mm -hmm. it's a bit different in the fact that it's that the, the alphas are drawn to the omegas, but it's not like a fated night person to person oh, it is kind of more yeah yeah it seems to be more the molecular thing yeah physical the, the touch is there that awakens it and it doesn't okay. seem that it has to be mm -hmm. that specific alpha but obviously the alpha and the omega that get together are yeah. perfect okay so. that, yeah that's interesting to have that as like a different thing because mm. normally it feels like fated mates is kind of like the the fantasy or sci-fi version of just soulmates yeah. in romance you know that's that's kind of the main bit of the concept but like obviously for but in like an omega verse it's more general it's just yes. about you know it is biology. that position and yeah yeah kind of thing ah, yeah interesting so my first mention is frozen by mel jean brooke who i believe is the uh miller yeah. vane Mm -hmm. the Miller Vane yeah mm -hmm. that's it and this was the, the Miller one, Vane the Miller Vane um 
And this one, I could have put in one of my gateways because this was one of my first yeah. sort of adult reads. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it's a very adult one. <laughs> not that it's like, it's not massively a lot, but it's kind <laughs> of, um, but it was for me at the time. I was going to say, like on, normal a, now. <laughs> on a steaming cup of hot, hot beverage, where would it have sat? Oh, probably now it would only sit at like uh, of two, probably. But oh, really? at the time, and oh. probably when I get into what the story is actually about and how it works, it will it will explain it a little bit more. So it's called Frozen. Did I already say that? Yes, I you did. <laughs> yes, yes, it's Frozen. Um, so you've got Olivia and Eric, and they work for the same uh, engineering company, I think it is, or construction company something like that um and he's disappeared off for the christmas period and she needs to drop by his dad who also runs the company it's like his family's business has sent her there to get him to sign some paperwork and he's in this cabin in you know the i don't know somewhere in america that's very cold at christmas time <laughs> i'm not sure i can't remember if you um, look at hallmark there'll be a it's, hallmark it's channel very and she's like, oh, she's a bit gutted that she has to go because there was this thing back. They've they've shared a kiss like <gasps> once, but then he immediately, and it was like the most amazing kiss she's ever had. Of course. But then he was like, he's completely no. gone cold on her. <laughs> um, yeah. So she's, she's gutted that she has to go and talk to him because he's always like very just cold and rude and not even rude, just, you know, standoffish with her um but when she gets there he's like he's he's in this really strange thing and he's like desperate for her to leave and he can't believe his dad sent her and stuff like this and what transpires is that he um he's part of this ongoing curse he he changes into like a frost giant like a frost giant yeah. Looking. <laughs> yeah um and there is there's this other family that are in a feud with them and they basically they reenact like the ragnarok thing that's the, <gasps> that's the idea that over and over where they he has to kill the wolves the the descendants of fenrir and stuff but they there's this additional curse on him and it's like it's really drawn out and you can't get to the bottom of it but the thing is he's like going to yeah but we're a wee bit horny when he becomes an icer so he's like you have to leave because i will not be able to control myself yeah around you but she's stuck they wreck her car the this the wall of they do of course they do so she's stuck in the house and it's just like it's this really funny tension Eric is like the king of consent, but also the threat of I'm really not going to let you consent to anything when I turn. Is this really weird like, yeah. balance between the two? And obviously, and Hyde. Yeah. And it evolves that it's like it, the curse has been put on him to in order to distract him so that the wolves might kill him. This is what happens is that he gets obsessed with mating with his the, the woman he loves or his oh. soulmate so and that's what transpires she doesn't realize she just thinks he wants to hump anything but it's until 
you know it goes on and she's like well hang on how does this work how could you know she asked yeah. more questions she's she's a clever heroine but so that was what was weird for me with this one was because it's fated mates but it's kind of like it's the curse that makes it more fated like they would have fallen in love anyway they love each other and they want to be together but it's the curse that makes him act so possessive yes. and I mean he says through it it's like don't you know these are my faults anyway these are like baser urges and instincts it's just that when I turn into the frustration I can't control myself I won't be able to stop myself and he wants her to like kill him he's like look you can't let me treat you this way I'm gonna you know here's, here's this gun shoot me in the head if I come for you and she's like do I really need to? I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's necessary. What you're saying is you want to take me to bed for a long time. Yes. <laughs> you really like to. Yeah. But yeah, there's yeah, consent there and it's all good. And yeah, no, it's funny on the consent. Obviously, as yes. we should always say, check trigger warning. Trigger like warning for all of the books. Yeah, mm -hmm. check them all. Make yeah. sure it's okay for you. So. I think that is with just a lot of fantasy humans. Well, it's a massive thing now, and so it should yeah, be. Anything, yeah, anything. Yeah, like just that. pick up your books and have a quick moment. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> my last one picks up on two mm -hmm. of my things, which is a fated mate and b fireman. I do oh, have okay. I do yeah. have a thing for firemen. Um, yeah, when this is new, yeah. I've not heard this. <laughs> on my hen night, we had a, a fire engine that we went in. <laughs> <laughs> I love a it. <laughs> a karaoke fire engine and my mum lives across the road from the fire station so yeah. afterwards while very hung over the next day I got a fireman's lift from a very very nice fireman and I got all the outfit on and it was really interesting but vile because it was so warm and I was kind of like oh I'm very yeah. hot and, yeah it's a bit weird anyway so yeah. yes I do like a nice fireman uh, mm -hmm. so this one is again another part of a series it's the fire's edge series and this is kind of the first one the first one officially is a little novella but yeah this is the first one called okay, the boss yeah. and it's by mm -hmm. abigail owens and yeah so with fire these are dragon shifters and the the fire crew that we have are like an elite crew who can sense the fires of dragons because obviously dragons big epic mythical fire destroys all so the best way to stop these dragon fires is to have the dragon enforcer team in there so the dude is called Finn and he is the leader of the dragon enforcement team and he comes across his lady who is his fated mate in this one why is it that it's usually one side that knows more than the other that's true yeah there's usually one that is aware isn't there yes that they're like this this is how it is for us we have mates and this is what's going to yeah. happen so whereas the others are like coming in and somehow they're their fated mate but they have no yeah, clue that know. this is a thing yeah, so, this yeah. is it so um so with this it works in the way that the males are the dragons and the women aren't but they start showing signs so they start having um like blackout moments and then waking up and there's fire you know not yeah. like i would do to just get the fireman in the house she's literally <laughs> being set on fire 
I wouldn't do that. that I just I just phone that's to get the sensible. battery checked. Yeah. No, that's not sensible. Just get the battery checked yearly. Don't by be the wasting gate. the fire services time. Okay, do it properly. <laughs> yes. So yeah. So she thinks she's got a stalker, an ex boyfriend stalker. So wherever she keeps mm-hmm. moving, these fires keep happening. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a while for her to realize that she wakes up and it's actually her so yeah she wakes up in this new place and there's a fire and the fire enforcers know that, that yeah. it's a, a yeah, dragon-esque yeah. thing that's caused it so he knows that it's her but yeah. with the dragon so yeah because the females aren't officially dragons the male has to pass their fire to them to yeah. bring it fully out of them mm-hmm. But Finn has done this before and he killed his last mate because she wasn't officially his mate. So Mm -hmm. as soon as he finds this woman, uh, her name is Delaney. As soon as he finds Delaney and realizes what's going on, he's Mm. like, no, not again. I'm not doing it. But then obviously there, there happens to be a stalker as well. So there. She's setting fires. There are other fires. Oh, And okay. he just gets so But she wasn't entirely wrong. No, Fair it's enough. not entirely her because there is another dragon shifter that's kind yeah. of sensing her fire. I so see. he's kind of after her and he's making her think that, yeah, mm-hmm. she's crazy. And yeah, so there's dragons and fire. Oh, yeah. And that means over. he has to go in. And he has he, to go in and He can't turn her. his back when she's Not on your fated. No. no. Wow, yeah, that does sound cool. Um, it was, so my one, I probably won't talk about too much because they've been talked about a lot. We yeah, could it, go on forever. If, in case you've heard of Ice Planet <laughs> Barbarians. Have you not? There's, there's, there's one or two books, maybe? Ruby Dixon. Yeah. Um, but my pick is not the first one. My pick is the second one. <gasps> um, I can't remember the characters' names. That's really bad. I should have looked them up, um, but I didn't. Because I, because I knew I wasn't going to go into too much detail, but this one's called Barbarian Alien, and by the end of the first book, the, what do they call it again? The little cootie. <laughs> I think it is just a cootie that they call. That's, that's what the humans definitely call it. Anyway, this thing that they put inside the women's chests so that they're able to live on the planet, and then it resonates, doesn't it? With yeah, it starts it's vibrating, doesn't it? One of the, one of the ice planet. Like a dildo in your chest. And as soon as they do it, they do it at the end. This this one um this one guy, he immediately recognizes who his mate could have been and he mm-hmm. just grabs her and legs and it. goes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I love that one because it's so they're both really grumpy characters and mm-hmm. he like pretends he can't understand her for quite a lot of it because he it doesn't Liz? want to steal. I think Liz, I thought it was an L, I couldn't think, and I cannot for the life of me remember. I can't remember name. their names. R- 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 Rashush or something, yeah. Rato, she she yeah. puts in, in all the books, she does all of the, the yeah. pronunciations, and I love that, but I can yeah. never remember which one's which. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot, they're so reluctant. She's so like, no, even though she has the feelings, she really does not want to know, kind of like your third one. Mm. um but and he's such he's such a little wounded puppy as well he's like he's been that's why he does the wrong thing you know he doesn't know how to no woo her like you know 
in a, in a nice way that's why he's the barbarian alien in this mm. one but they come together and it's so lovely and she like it's got some some nice little tropes like she she looks after him when he gets injured and stuff like that and it's just it yeah it's cool I just found it so funny such a lot of snarky banter in that one this is it with a lot of them because I think there are 22 in the first season and obviously <laughs> I've read them all but there's so many of them I think at one point the leader is like stop taking the women and they all then resonate and go do you know what I'm gonna do I'm just gonna steal them again and they do and I know I shouldn't love it as much you but I do because they just kind of go like gone yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh it's yeah. like the kids with biscuits I love it so much yeah yeah so um the one of the things I thought about the fated mates as well because I was trying to think about like why what's what's cool about it, what works for me because I never used to like it so much like yeah. when I used to read stuff and it was soulmate stuff I'd be like oh it feels like a little bit of a cop-out which is like because you don't get the build-up no. but I think what I recognize in it now is a like we just said they're not always like that you're still no. having build-up you still get reluctance as well you know this why am I in this situation um but it also like if you're looking for that type of thing it kind of shortcuts you to adjusting to a relationship and like you get the good stuff of like the the intimacy and the closeness and stuff but because it's happened so quickly and it's and it's just like right in there you get to see the characters learning how to deal with it as a long-term thing which yeah. sometimes you don't get in other like in other romances because particularly I like slow burn it's much more about them yeah the learning that they yeah. want to be together and then coming together at the end yeah. and that's the conclusion yeah it's more Whereas, the how can we be yeah, together because we it. kind of are supposed to be yeah and particularly because when it's in like a fantasy or a sci-fi setting often there's extenuating circumstances as to why they won't be together or like you said how they, they might not even know that yeah. this was a thing because there's lots of different races or religions or whatever it is that's like yeah yes. it's like the, these conflicts that they have to overcome once they're together but yeah but definitely Wait. if you're looking for a very quick fix of, yeah yeah I, I want to get to the good stuff yeah. fade mates is perfect it, it just yeah straight yeah. in there i'm curious mm. how how would you do it in a contemporary setting there's never really any way it's yeah. hard because it's the mates <laughs> section like i yeah. said it's like soulmates isn't it yeah. so you have to have this i guess you can only kind of do it in contemporary in as much as it's just the love described to love yeah there and stuff i think so i kind of looked up soulmates in my last book because i was my last contemporary one which yeah because I wanted to look at how it would work for them like in terms of what what is it people think of when they say soulmate and whether or not people believe in soulmates or not because it's kind of that's it's quite open so that was quite interesting and I I sort of did that I sort of did that in my last one so it can be done well, this I is think. it. Well, <laughs> but, okay. I'm going to digress, but it does have a point. So, me and the other half, he's around somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, we met at work, and I relocated mm -hmm. from the Midlands down south to Watford. 
and he saw a picture of me before he ever mm-hmm. met me because we had a yeah. cool thing at work online with your pictures and little snippets of information people could yeah. change which was hilarious and yeah he kind of said I saw you and I wanted I've wanted you not yeah. like that yeah. <laughs> we can see everybody's yeah. oh, no, picture in your own behalf yeah. like yeah like, he's blue he's yeah. seven foot, Eight foot tall it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm just going to leave it as that and just let you wonder. Yeah. So, yeah, he saw my picture on the internet before he ever met me. And he's like, she's quite nice. And then, yeah, here we are many years later. He had like a connection moment. That thing. Yeah, that was like, hang on. It's like this this magical moment where you could be like, that person's going to be significant to me. Yes. And there was a moment. And then I kind of... Yeah, but then every time I tried to get him to go out for drinks and stuff, he'd say no. Well, there you go. Why? Because <laughs> he was out with his mates and he was very oh, shy. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, this is not this is not how it is in books. Bros before hoes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just kind yeah. of. If he looks fading weights, are you kidding? I will trample this whole bar of my mates in order to get to you. <laughs> yeah, no, mine's just at the back with his beer yeah. going, yeah, she'll, she'll still be there tomorrow. We're, we're meant yeah. to be. It's fine. She's going nowhere. <laughs> That would totally be the way it works in a contemporary setting, wouldn't it? It'd be like, yeah, yeah, but if we know we're going to end up together, I'm going to have some fun now. That's how men think. Yeah, because I'll come back tomorrow and you're still mine. Yeah. Oh, God, don't. I don't know whether I want to read that or not. I kind of (laughs) do. I'm not sure how that will work. (laughs) If there's one out there, please let us know because I would love that. I just probably end up wanting to slap him by the end of it. Well, this is, uh, that sounds like the guy that they then move on from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just assumes she's going to be there no matter what. And she's like, yeah. no, I'm not having you. Yeah. Then. I'm going to find my own fate. But well, it, you're over half yeah. very nice. So yeah. No. His name, his name's Flobbert. 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 So that's it. even more sounds like a character. <laughs> that is total fantasy isn't it just take a normal name and just just change just change his letters yeah (laughs) well this is it we call him flabertian so (laughs) it becomes more and more (laughs) yeah so when all all you listeners who close your eyes later just imagine what happens in my house and how my kids look We need like a little artist to do a picture. Yeah. He's like Marvin <laughs> the Martian. Yeah. Oh dear. On that note, that's that it for note, Faded Mates. That is that that is it for at this episode of Faded Mates. Yeah. Let us know about your favourite Faded Mates and mm-hmm. whether or not you like it or not. Yeah. I think it's a bit of a divisive one. Sometimes. It really is. So yeah, people are just like you cannot have love at first sight, and other people are yeah. like of again. Yeah, some people really aren't keen, but you know, Mom, I would think if you find you'll find someone who does it in a way that mm. you like with most things, I yes. think. But, yes, you know. Um, so next week we're going to be talking magic, magic, yeah, cool magic, cool, yeah, not just magic, not cool just magic because cool we don't want to talk about the rubbish magic. Mm. <laughs> What's the point of that? Obviously, Stephen <laughs> Mulhern just pulling things out. Of <laughs> If you don't know who that is, sorry, he's a British magician David and he's quite good. In a box. <laughs> who was the one above the Thames just in that box? Yeah. David Bobby, Blaine. David Blaine, that was yeah. it. Just in was a it. box. Yeah. British people are throwing it. things at me. Yeah, yeah. you're oh, in a box. It was not the place. It was not the place to do it. No. <laughs> anyway. 
that will be us next week if we ever stop rambling and <laughs> making each other laugh yes it's been quite the episode for that yes um, it has yeah so come and chat to us on yeah. our social media if you're around we've got tiktok mm-hmm. and instagram and twitter yep. we have the sff romcast that's it Mm -hmm. yep and you can see our lovely red smiley faces on the youtube (laughs) and the spotify and the anchor and all of the other good podcasty places okay yeah thank you for joining us yeah indeed see you next week bye